Okay, hey, welcome into Pro Football Ireland uh, from Radio Row in downtown Phoenix, Arizona. Michael McQuaid with Mark Hogan. Mark, um, just, you know, the panic or the, the calm after the storm, after another busy day in Radio Row. Uh, this week has been insane. Um, but you know what? It's great crack. Hi. How, how are you getting on? Yeah, look, we are blessed to be here, I suppose. This is our Super Bowl preview. I mean, we're really getting into the game today. Mm. But when you actually break down what we're doing here alone, like the stuff that you see going on, honest to God, I was over here the other day to our right. Peter King is on the phone. From what I picked up, he was talking to Harry Roseman. Probably, probably right on the phone. <laughs> and it's like, isn't that just unbelievable that that's, you're surrounded by that? We'd like Last night, we're hanging out with Ariva Hassan, who you know we've both met and have had great conversations with we're literally having a, a beer with the guy it's uh it's 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 amazing and uh don't take it for granted but we're doing a podcast now on radio row yeah i mean this is playing the three arena if you ever make it as a band I mean, this is <laughs> the, the notoriety of doing it here it's a dream come true it's uh it's mad stuff i, I think for me it's like just seeing Everyone, I mean, I'll, I'll use Peter King, Peter King as an example. Like, you're sitting, you're working, you get up, you go for a bottle of water, or in this case in America, a bottle of Gatorade with about <laughs> 50 grams of sugar in it. And uh, just down there, Peter King was chatting this morning for about five minutes. The lad is legend. And um, actually hoping to get him on with my employer on Radio Road this week, please God. But uh, he was saying, just, you know, chatting about the game and sort of the things to expect. I mean, he, he loves Germany, and I think if we... I think, I think we'll get him on during the off season. He was, he said, he's, he's obviously happy to come on. Um, look, it's it, it's interesting because you, you've said it. Like the around the NFL guys were sitting right in front of us here earlier on. Um, the Fox Sports. It's funny, Colin Carr is not here, and Fox is doing the game, and he's not even like downtown in Phoenix. He's still in the studios, and Good Morning Football are still in their studios. But you know, like you know, first world problems. Like who cares? Oh, I know. Um, the whole pack. I mean, I was chatting to Pat McAfee today he called me Paddy Football because I mean like <laughs> the funny thing was he knew my name after and I was like why, why did you not just why did you not just say it in TV mate but no that was like it was 10 out of 10 funny like, I was literally FaceTiming my wife because the time difference is shocking and uh, I was giving her a tour of Radio Row Jamar Chase was standing just chatting it, it, Jamar Chase and Joe Montana you couldn't get near them all day like I went over to try and get both of them. No, Christian McCaffrey was on a free run all day. You missed this today. Yeah, I must say for anyone that's jealous of you, I sharing that jealousy. I was off running around doing interviews elsewhere. You can check that out on our Twitter and on Virgin Media's Twitter. Yeah. And I was checking in, seeing pictures of Christian McCaffrey, of uh, Joe Cool, Joe Mont. Uh, Joe Cool. I asked him. I, I asked him if he's coming to Dublin. Oh yeah. So like he wouldn't. You wouldn't like. I mean, it wasn't him, but it was like his. Um, Entourage, yeah. and I was like, Joe, Joe, like just shouting, Are you coming to Dublin this year? He goes, I, I hope to. And oh, then he walked away. I was like, Yeah, the names are still knocking around. I, I think, I think tomorrow, as in the Thursday, it's probably going to go out people. Tomorrow is like probably going to be the day, like it's going to be the day where it's like it, it gets going. Like I was talking, I was waiting for you to get up here, and that makes it sound really bad. I was waiting for you to get up here, I was waiting for you to get up. Just I think you were what, in Scottsdale or whatever, and um was chatting to a couple of guys from Denver Media and it's funny because they're all here even though it's the Chiefs yeah, of the Super Bowl yeah, and yeah. like they're they're really excited about chatting to Emmanuel Sanders tomorrow yeah, um, yeah, yeah. and it's, it's, it's been a it's been a really really good week it's my first experience of Radio Rhino as yours as well because yeah, yeah, yeah. I came in on the Friday last year but it's, it's been a really really good experience and I think for anyone watching this and it's funny because I've had maybe three or four people DM me over the last couple of weeks asking 
how can they get started into doing their own podcast or doing their own NFL thing? And I guess the only advice that I can really give to them is just, you know, work your socks I off. Mean, you Michael, know, I'm sure I'm going to put talk, the effort in. I think I'm going to talk about this or bring it up because I've been thinking about it all week. I got a notification on Twitter a week ago saying I joined Twitter four years ago. That was the start of the whole thing for me. Four years since, ago. Since then, I've worked two seasons professionally um, for UK coverage. I've been doing this and it's like within four years I got to super don't get me wrong I'm extremely appreciative of that it's grinding it's hard work it, there is a bit of luck involved don't get me oh, wrong definitely. but I think I was I was t- talking to someone about this that had DM me about it and I said believe in yourself and go in hard because any of us can do it there is now a market in, in Ireland there wasn't it wasn't even strong four years ago you know that kind of way but it's kind of what, what were you doing Five years ago, how are you not on Twitter? Mm-hmm. This is the whole different oh, I, discussion. I was on Twitter, but you know, I said I have to go and actually start putting content out there because I knew that I was able to. But it goes to show like where we are now. And funny enough, you say like this place is going to kick off. Um, I have my own media appointments that I have to make now in Ireland, <laughs> which I was like, I'm getting booked for radio slots. I'll be on Dermot and Dave. On you were on iRadio over there as well. I'm, I was on iRadio. Dermot and Dave now reached out. If you're, if I knew the Dermot and Dave fan, to catch me on the The only, the only Today FM I remember is, was it, was it Ray Foley and PJ? Back Ray, in the day? I was on with Ray. Oh, here we go. Here yeah, yeah, we go. Yeah, yeah. This guy's doing more than me, for God's sake. Well, right. I was working with Ray last week. But it's 100% appreciate. And then we have, I guess, game I mean if you wanted to take the the harsh uh, pivot and go with the game but in terms of what we're doing here I think it is very exciting but I think there is definitely an electricity in the air because the conversations genuinely like (laughs) you you, you think that these conversations you dream that these conversations are going to happen those conversations do happen that you meet your favourite media member your favourite journalist and you're talking about the game to them and Michael I'm telling you it's 50-50 with every single one for every person that says the Chiefs are definitely going to win there's someone saying the Eagles and for everyone that says very nervously oh I think the Eagles but I could change to the Chiefs there's someone saying I'm with the Chiefs but I could change to the Eagles it's so, so tight I was going to be like mate give, give, give us your pick at the end of the week I'm, I'm joking uh, that was a bit like mate wait <laughs> um, yeah the plan is we're going to do this podcast we've actually got a, a video recording that I'm going to ask Mark Hogan to edit later on oh, I'm joking <laughs> of uh, oh, if you want to well, you can, of, uh, of Jeff Reinbold's show in Dublin last week now a big thanks to Mavi for sending that on me today I, I actually forgot that show happened that's how mad this last week has actually been we went from all that to this uh, we're really blowing up our own trauma we showed up here yeah, I, I, yeah, anyway yeah. anyway, <laughs> we really appreciate care, right? we really appreciate everybody you know coming in and, and, and interacting with us and it's it's it honestly means an awful lot especially when we're thousands of miles away from home and all I want is a cup of tea and soda bread do you know what I mean I want a proper Guinness. We went for one yesterday, right? And it was a it was a can, and they charged eight bucks for it, right? <laughs> Not even that. They're charging. Like I was out with the talk sport and good iron lads earlier on. How much did they pay for a Stella? It wasn't even a pint. Uh, ten, eleven. Ten, ten dollars. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Yeah. Right. I, I see. The thing is, if we're going to do another pod, I don't want to go too much into this. Mm-hmm. So, do you want to do like bold predictions or what? I you- know. Oh, I mean, we might as well because I think by the time Saturday rolls around, we'll be able to tell people a better. Let's. Yeah. Well, then let's jump in this then, right? I was talking to Sam Monson earlier on. Now, a fr- friend of friend of Ireland. I mean, oh, lovely, yeah. You know, lad, great crack last night as well. Um, I was saying, I had to sit the overnight. Well, obviously, we were both open the night, and I was sitting cl- uh, clipping up audio for Sirianni and for Andy Reid. And the thing, if you actually put both of them together, Andy Reid and I, I, I like Andy Reid, right? His answers were so short, mm. right? And Sirianni just went on and on and on and on and on a bit like a long mass but an interesting mass and um, 
I don't know. Like, which coach would you rather have on Sunday? Andy Reid, hands down. Yeah, not even close. I mean, not even close. Not, like, not even a discussion point. Oh, because, like, what what Sirianni has been able to do with his team is nothing short of sensational. Um, yeah, but who was it from the Giants? Only during the week, it was. Um, uh, name goes Giants player anyway during the week I know this is the topic that Nick Seriani is riding in the coattails of a talented Eagles roster that's not the narrative I'm trying to push right now but it is that that is like the Eagles roster is so good that now people the narrative all season was oh the Vikings are trash the Giants are fake and they're now it's turned the hate has turned towards Nick Seriani for having too good of a team I think he's a lot better than that. Obviously, Shane Steichen on the offensive or offensive coordinator is fantastic as well. But Andy Reid is an absolute game changer, and I, I was thinking about it all week. Like the game is obviously on our minds, and I like they obviously are going to have to get creative with what they do. I'm I'm, I'm kind of holding back because I know we have a whole podcast to do here, but they don't have a run game we know that all year they have not had a run game it's all been about how they use the guys out of the backfield the running backs out of the backfield mm. so I believe in Andy Reid to come up with something absolutely crazy this week Where and look Nick Sirianni great great coach but Andy Reid is going down as an absolute legend right now he's going down well, as an all-timer it's his, it's his fourth Super Bowl appearance which says it all you know says says it all in regards to, to his life, his experience, his and, and his consistency as a head coach, but the fact his that... His ingenuity, like look, we were forgetting about what happened with the Raiders when they did the, you know, merry-go-round clap, I don't know, was it ever given a name, but... Merry-go-round clap. <laughs> I mean, everyone knows what I'm talking about, and it, it is that ingenuity, and I'm sure he's going to come up with something this week, because he has to, because, like, when you see Darius Slay is matching up with their top receiver, Juju Smith-Schuster, like that, he's taken out of the game, and this is the problem for the Chiefs. They're playing the best pass defense mm. all season, and they have no run game. So they have to have some ingenuity because they can't. Well, look, they might keep on going to Travis Kelsey, but it is going to be the running backs coming out of the back. But it's like the the talent there with Bradbury for the Eagles cornerback, like the whole. Um, Gardner Johnson like you know the, the talent in that secondary for the Eagles is absolutely insane and yeah Andy Reid has to come up with something to be able to beat it because Darius Slay is I don't know tomorrow we'll know if he's an all-pro he's definitely obviously been named to the pro ball as a starter are you going tomorrow night? we'll be on tomorrow night. are you going tomorrow night? I think well I just went I, I just been, this is why this is happening so late I, I went and bought a suit tonight so yeah, the whole works I'm going with a so I'm going with a guy a, who I work with called Joseph and Joseph is he's really he's, he's, got, he's got I think he's got like a tux tomorrow night and we're, we're on the red carpet but uh, no it's business casual but uh, we'll, we'll get we'll get our honours guesses at the end of this podcast I mean I get what you're saying about the Chiefs run game not being as anywhere near efficient as the Eagles right but I still like Pacheco I still like McKinnon I like, I, I like the more than I for me is and even look Isaiah Pacheco obviously beat out Clyde Edwards Alaire in the end but like McKinnon like wasn't even a name that anyone was mentioning eight weeks ago like at the end Fair like enough, yeah. like he did he has stood up and he was you know what they needed but Miles Sanders is also going to the pro like when you actually compare like for like I mean these teams are incredible in terms of they each have matching strengths because they're so strong it's very easy to say every single position group is super stacked which it is but I think that they will have to use and it was something that we said when we started talking about the playoffs I said we're finally going to have to see the Chiefs use the run game because by definition of the playoffs having to always have it apparently is what I said they have gotten away with it of course but 
they're up against a completely different animal in the defense because both teams you can't say whether the defense or the offense is better because that's how good they are i've talked about it is the two number one seeds i hope we get a savage game i was talking to ollie thornton about this just the other day and i said i'll have your name dropping thornton or rather and we're uh, in. and hi ollie a point and a half is the spread we haven't had that in a super bowl for but, a while but the over under is what 49 or 40 it's, mm. it's a high over like mm-hmm. um and it's that it is a super tight game that I hope that it delivers. Like, you know, you're one injury away from it all falling apart. Wow. Like, to one of those quarter. Let, let's go into it then for that. Like, I think that's something to talk about. Like, I know we briefly talked this the other night. I don't believe for a second that both those lads are anywhere. anywhere. They've admitted it. They, when, when you're admitting on Super Bowl week that your quarterback isn't 100%, Andy Reid is answering questions saying he's not 100%, he's definitely not, but I believe he can do everything in the playbook. I, that, that, that's worrying. And it makes you think, at what level is he at? Because like, you know, we were having this conversation earlier on, you know, at what point is he not suitable? And like, Yes, you can take the whole talk, it's a Super Bowl, and you can put it out the window, and it's the one game, and he has to play. Whether he has one leg or something, and he, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's be honest; he probably would still bloody play if he did have one leg. Like, like, let's be quite clear here. But it's like, <laughs> if he isn't fully, if he's sixty percent fit, mm-hmm. they can't. They, they're going to have to rely too much on McKinnon and Pacheco. I think. I think betting wise, I think you know betting on Mahomes going over yardage at the minute is very, very sketchy because of we don't know what he's like. If they double team and they are going to double team Travis Kelsey. I, f- I think the Chiefs could be in trouble, but that's, this is what I mean. It's like there's so many ifs and buts about the Super Bowl, but there always is. But this year, it's like there really is. Like yeah. Jalen Hurts um, may require a shot in his shoulder on Saturday. You know, even with that shot, at what at what percentage is he? Yeah, is he okay? I think I think that's a massive issue. And I think as a fan, first off and foremost, I think I just hope it doesn't take away from what we hope and we hopefully please God deserve to be a, a, a hopeful high scoring Super Bowl and one where we'll look back on years to come I mean I'm sitting here now NFL Network's on and uh, it's 31 to 28 to the Chiefs it's, in Super Bowl real, LIV it's a real one of those that it stacks up so well that I'm worried that it won't deliver because it's it has the elements of being an absolutely savage game maybe it does maybe everything cancels out you know that's that's the problem as well but when you talk about Mahomes specifically with the injury I am certainly intrigued with they're obviously trying to beat that narrative they know that the likes of us the likes of the media that has been filling this room are talking about Mahomes' injury and they're doing their best on whatever it is Twitter and Instagram to put out videos of him with great movement and when you're doing that that says PR we're trying to get done this thing and if he like the better thing to do is he's not injured and we can let people think that he's injured and then give the Eagles a fright when he comes out look he was fine the last day obviously against the Bengals he had those runs like at the end of the day Mahomes was fine in the AFC Championship game well not fine it was the best game ever in his career and he was still injured then he has had the two weeks whereas Jalen Hurts Jalen Hurts didn't have a great game like fantastic field position is why they put up put up 31 points no no game. passing touchdowns in the NFC Championship game mm. and uh, like I, against a, a, a and, Niners and team that couldn't stay on the field they've had time didn't get a, a competitor, competitive game against the Giants. Obviously, the 49ers game was the 49ers game. I do think that you have to look at how their own run game was in that. Maybe I've mentioned it, maybe I haven't mentioned it, but their run game was able to beat the best rush, rush defense in the NFL, which that is 
that's the biggest thing to me going into this that is a massive confidence booster and I love that they got Boston Scott on the field because he's the kind of you know guy that could ruin everyone's bet like a first touchdown score or comes out and wins MVP because he's super involved and all of a sudden Miles Sanders who obviously is a pro bowler himself doesn't you know factors much because they, they have this wacky plan maybe that's where Nick Sirianni is able to come up with something and your Boston Scott because Jalen Hurts is injured maybe they do put more or more two running back sets in yeah. because Jalen Hurts won't be doing as much running and they know that that's how they set up a lot of success all year um, obviously that, that goes so deep into how it'll open up the pass game I, that's something that I'm looking out for is are they going to use a lot more Boston Scott to mask over Jalen Hurston's injury and they have that with the Eagles that's why the roster is so stacked that they can do something like that because they have the players that are able to make up for it I would say like you know we've talked about Pacheco and McKinnon on the Chiefs on the other side of the ball or on the other team and like yes you, you can argue that the, the Eagles offense is stacked and they've got a lot more weapons as I'm sure you're going to casually check your phone and make sure the battery's still going <laughs> for the crack uh, please God it is you know it's all good um, what I was going to say about the, about the Chiefs was I think a lot of people are maybe looking and this is not you or me just this week I mean believe me I've heard some stuff in here this week from local radio stations yeah. uh, namely a guy in Nashville who sounds like a well you know like in, the, in the north you got like B-Techs instead of an A-level so like something instead of a leave insert like a B-Tech Pat McAfee it's like Jesus lads um, you know you've still got uh, you still got MVS you've still got Juju you got Sky Moore albeit he's had a very quiet rookie season he's had yeah. sort of glimpses of things you know Mahomes could almost throw it to a rock and he would still find a way to get it down the field. So it's like, I just don't like that whole narrative where it's like, oh, well, the Eagles have got Devonta Smith, the Eagles have got A.J. Brown and all this. And I'm like, lads, like, Travis Kelsey's basically a wide receiver. There's a wide receiver sitting in that chair right, right there earlier on called Rob Gronkowski. Uh-huh. And I'll tell you what, hey, what a day. He is built like a proverbial brick house. So, I mean, it's, it makes you think like a tight end and the way, I mean, Kelsey's not that big. I mean, he was, it's, we've seen him the other night, he wasn't massive, like, or am, am I? Uh, no, I, I no, I, I'm one of those that has been leaning in, and Tej Seth, who, uh, I don't know, I think he's a great Twitter follower, he, or follow, he doesn't um, associate with any brand in particular, I think he's from PFF, he's one of these guys that does a lot of analytics, but he put out a very simple one, matching up Sky Moore, um, Juju, the th- and, um, Who's number three there? It's um, Skymore, Juju, and MVS. And MVS, sorry, yeah, yeah. and MVS. And put it's, the it's, it's late at night, folks. Yeah. Technically, it's like, what, 5 a.m. at home? Yeah, so it's all good. I'm checking my battery there because it has been that long a day that the phone has gone. And those three have 1,800 total yards. Uh, Juju is what, 950, Skymore 250, whatever, MVS makes up the difference. And he was comparing it to, well, Tyreek Hill had 1,400 yards. So this whole thing about Tyreek Hill being gone. But like, my point is, when it comes to that, that you have one guy that Darius Slay would have had to look after. You now need three guys to fill that one void that, and look, it's the difference of 400 yards, but yeah, that's why, because you need to give positions on the field up to three guys now, where one person was able to do all of that for you. So I suppose that's where I'm, you know, kind of, I know I put out a a clickbait uh, quote the last day, but I I do believe in it. You're right love to have Tyreek Hill and people don't like to hear that oh it's an off season so it's like no in this game against this secondary yeah. you want to box off okay Darius Slay we mightn't have our two, well Tyreek Hill will come up with a play but our 
Darius Slay now looks after Juju, he had twice, twice as much yards as MBS this season. He didn't break a thousand yards. And he's going to be taken, like, I'm convinced Darius Slay will take him out of the game. And if not, that secondary is insane that they're going to be fine anyway. The, like, your Maddox is stepping up this year. And, like, I suppose that for me is where, yeah, Travis Kelsey has to have a massive game. But that's where it can all fall apart because, look, I, I, I get what you're saying. Devontae Smith, he could fall off a cliff himself. Devontae Smith could be MVP. But there's, could, I, mean, yeah. I mean, it's not, if, if he's MVP, he's Jalen Hurts' MVP. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's what I hate. The only thing I hate about this game is that. Like, that's he should fight. be the MVP. If it, or if it was AJ Brown. I was shocked at how, I mean, he's not small in any way, shape or form. But how small AJ Brown was, the way funny he was in real life, and then how high pitched his voice was, it was like, oh. I missed him. I missed him. Uh, this guy missed you. You, you missed the Eagles missed overnight. The Eagles, yeah. I would Funnily enough, I'm actually wearing an Eagles top underneath this. That my brother is an Eagles fan, and I was. I knew I'd be around today, like walking all over the city. So I wore something a bit more loose, and I was thinking, geez, I could take it off now and go into an Eagles bar talks the way that I talk about football and maybe I would uh, bump into some people but no I, I, AJ Brown look they are so stacked the Eagles that that's why like there's if Travis Kelsey doesn't play well yeah. if Patrick Mahomes like look the defence is fantastic but when we're saying the Eagles are fantastic no one those two players can't have an off day whereas if AJ Brown has an off day I do think he can put stuff on Devontae Smith if Jalen Hurts has an off day he has the running backs there that are going to be able to help him out because it, it, you have to go like for like it's his feet are what make him as special this year as he is whereas it's not like you can say oh Patrick Mahomes' feet is what makes him special no one else can throw the ball look Jalen Hurts also is obviously a fantastic thrower of the ball but there's more elements to it and that's where I would get worried that things have to go right for a couple of players for the Chiefs where you don't you don't seem to have to say that about the Eagles let's Let's have a couple of bull predictions and then let's talk about tomorrow night <laughs> and, let's, we and, 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 and let's leave it at that because I think we have a lot to talk about over the next few days. We'll try and do a podcast tomorrow night as well after. Are you going to honours tomorrow night? Yeah. Well, now I'm a bit worried about my fashion sense. I'll have to wear these jeans with a shirt. and I, I think go to the honours bus, boys. Come to, come to the workroom and then we'll do this in here after. I think, I think let's do that over the next couple of days. And then we got the thing with Jeff. Um, I would say our podcast tomorrow night's our Super Bowl podcast. I, I think that's the one where we give our picks. Uh, right, anyway. I think everyone knows my picks now. If, if you're able to read between well, the lines, we, no prize for you. We know Michaela's pick is the Eagles, right? So, hi, Michaela. I hope you're enjoying uh, Dublin. The short, short days, days versus our <laughs> I, I don't know what it's like to not work anymore. Like, I mean, I know it's like get the violins out. Like, right, anyway, um, I had it in my head. Bull prediction, right? I'm going to say that Patrick Mahomes throws for four passing touchdowns over 400 over over 400 yards and over 60 rush on the day I must say I, I didn't say what why it's a bold prediction that is that is insane four passing touchdowns listen to me listen to me no, I, I love, love it. it. I love, I love it. it. Big red, big red. I just had two weeks to plan for this. Jesus.
my my ball prediction. I need to. I was going to say Boston Scott has a touchdown because I'd, I'd say there's decent money on that. Now Boston Boston Scott four rushing touchdowns, 150 yards. That's all about the match. You. All right. I tell you what. I'll I'll, I'll be more distinct here. We'll, we'll do one more each. We have a defensive MVP for the first time in, in seven years. So if they're going to be a defensive MVP, it's going to be. Darius Slay, oh, Darius Slayer, or Hassan Reddick, or or any of the Chiefs. It could be the Chiefs as well. Yeah, go through them. He, Darius Slay won't be targeted enough, I don't think, to win it. And he hasn't got the flashy numbers all year, the three interceptions, because people don't go to him. And you need to have a big interception to win. But I mean, it would be one play. Uh, the pass rush gets to Mahomes. All of a sudden, a loose ball goes, and he picks it off and return. Like that ends the game, or that goes back for a pick six. That could be because see, I, I think he needs a, a touch. I think he needs a, or a player like that would need a touch more than not to get it. But I agree. Yeah, In a certain it, moment, it a, big a big sack or strip sack or something during the game as well would get would get it for me. Because uh, that's like I mean, Von Miller had. Mm, yeah. Um, Do you know, just because I haven't said it now, and it's but that would mean that that would mean as a defensive slugfest. We don't really want that. I mean, we we want a good game. But well, but that's what I'm saying. If it's a 35 to 35 game with five minutes to go, and Darius Slay gets a pick that brings them back to the 20 yard line, that's enough to win MVP because there would be so much going on in that game. At, yeah, at that yeah, point, yeah. especially if there's a Boston Scott or Moss Sanders as a touchdown in it. Uh, I did want to say, because it's something that went through my head earlier on. Go for it. We're talking so much Darius Slay. Isn't it incredible the impact the Detroit Lions have had in the last two quarterbacks? Two players that they traded away in, uh, Matthew Stafford and Darius Slay, are such massive storylines. Like, that must be a killer for you guys. Talking about, oh, don't even start, talking about the Detroit Lions. There's a guy that works in Radio Road, looks like Aiden Hutchinson, and I thought it was him. So I, I, I really went up to him and was like, oh, Aiden, any chance you can come on the... Oh, my God. When we went to the media party last night, not to make put red on your face now, but we were, what, 20 steps in, and you say, is that Kirk Cousins? I was like... It, it looked at Hutchinson. <laughs> I don't know. Who was there? Who, there was somebody there last night. Was it Chandler Jones was there? There was, there was a player or someone there. Somebody was there last night. Um, I think there's a Chandler Jones lookalike here because I pointed him out. Because there's a very tall. Well, you've started a big rumor because everyone was talking about no, it. No, but that was here. That was here. So someone else has obviously seen the same. Right, right. Rihanna will finish her halftime on what song? Uh, wow, I don't know enough. I only know Umbrella. Give me your. How, how, how the hell? Shut up and drive. That's they're the two songs that I know. Is that not her song? I think she should. I, I think she should bring. And I said this the other day. You, you got to bring Ti out and do live your life. Them. Oh no, he's oh, he's not big enough. No. No one cares if he comes out, T.I. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that she puts it in. As yeah, bring it in, yeah, or yeah, have, have it in some way. Um, MVP will be? Before we go into MVP, I do think we have to circle back and talk about the Chiefs defence. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Chris Jones could win it. Um, Frank I, Clark could win it. Or Frank Clark. Um, I know that Michaela had said on our podcast the last day that she doesn't think that any Chiefs defensive player touches the Eagles. But this week, definitely Chris Jones fantastic interviewer gives yeah, absolutely really, fantastic really interview um, the likes of him obviously he he knows and he looks so composed on the stage and you know I'm not saying that the Eagles players didn't but his answers were fantastic he's ready for this moment so I do think that someone like he's he's ready for a big game so you're dead right that's one to mention one guy I spoke to and you've seen Harrison Bucker imagine he won it oh, I have it hasn't been like that in a long or, uh, look, anyway anyway we'll, we'll shut up here Um Right, NFL honors. Let's let's quickly go through this. Um, MVP for me is Jalen Hurts. 
I, I, I don't care yeah, anymore. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes will win it, but it's Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts yeah. for me is the MVP. Yeah. Uh, we're on the same page with that. We talked about it on the. It's funny because like we like like you talk to anybody out there during the day when there's actually people here. There are, people do come here. Like a lot of them just say Mahomes, but like I, I think you have to like I said the box for that and, and actually appreciate what Jalen Hurts was able to do before the battery was out in this. Um, I think it's worth talking about because I, I've mentioned the whole number one seed. By the time some people might be listening to this, they, the MVP has been announced. But how rare is it, and it is extremely rare, that you do get the two MVP frontrunners? Normally the MVP is far and away, you know, decided by now, yeah. except for like if it's Cooper Cup. We have not only the two number one seeds, but the two MVP favourites facing off. We Like this Super Bowl genuinely sets up like one that we have not had in a while it's uh, right and maybe it doesn't deliver but i certainly being here we're getting serious excitement i think we've all enjoyed whether you're at home or in arizona the two weeks build up because still no one knows and no one's not gonna know until it's what half nine local time in arizona half four half four. Oh, oh yeah oh, jesus home, yeah. i was panicking there uh, i thought you meant like ha- yeah, half four start and yeah, yeah. um, coach of the year let's just let's just give one answer coach of the year for me is Kyle Shanahan. Kyle, I'm, I'm joking, Doug Peterson, Jaguars. I think what Doug oh, Peterson I don't, think he, I don't think he can touch it. Do you think he will get it? Um, I think that the way the Giants dropped off, I think he's lost. I, yeah, I, I, Brian, Brian Dable is mine, but I think that there's obviously favourites in front of him that it is the flashy end. And that's how MVP is typically decided, except it wasn't this year, is that it's what have you done in the month of December. Uh, Brian Dable really should, though. I mean, it's funny that they're looking at his offense coordinator now for, I think Arizona interviewed him this week, but it's like, no, give me a break. It, Brian Dable, what he did in Arizona in year one, the, 37 million, Danny, Danny Brian, Brian Dable in New York. Daniel Jones has gone to be 37, uh, 37 million euro a year. Are you in the funky juice like side? Brian Dable in New York, no, no, I, we're in Arizona now, I'm, I'm taking the I'm taking the I'm so <laughs> off. <laughs> Wait, you, you, know you know what I'm saying? saying yeah. Like, when, when that, that happened, happened in London, London it, was it was a surprise. When they kept on doing it, it, you had to give them credit. And going back to what I'm saying about Daniel Jones being a 37 million euro quarterback, they didn't pick up his fifth year option, but Brian Dable was able to utilise him in a certain way. And we complained and said, oh, say come back, yada, yada, yada. I, at the end of the day, is fake or whatever as the Giants were. I, I loved it early in the season, so I think it's a shame if he doesn't because of what happened in December, but so be it. I'm not going to give any analysis. I'm just going to say uh, offensive rookie of the year for me is going to be Gart Wilson and defensive is Sus. I think the Jets sweep it. Um, yeah, it's a shame because they could have the two. Brees Hall, if he hadn't gotten injured, uh, could have been close for the Jets to pick up the two offensive rookies of the year. Obviously, honourable mention to Tariq Woolen um, for the Seahawks for the defensive, court, uh, defensive rookie of the year. But... Um, yeah, Garrett Wilson, I think it does help that he's in the New York market. Or, yeah, for... Um, You're right. But I think it's it's a shame that Reese Hall uh, wasn't there. Because I thought he, he was... I mean, Chris Olave wasn't even looked at for the offensive rookie of the year at all. He wasn't even shortlisted. What's, what's our friend, friend Kenneth Walker, Walker in... Will, Will reckons Brock Purdy's going to win it. Oh, yeah, no. I, look, you know, I love Brock, Brock Purdy, but it's it's too short. You can't... Uh, it's it's effect, But look, like, Kenny Pickett going into the year was, I think, something like the third or fourth favourite to win because people knew that he wouldn't start but it was just depending on did he get his first week and or week four sorry this has gone back to last year obviously but um, yeah I it, it would be a tough sell and it kind of spits in the face of the players that played a full season let's, uh, let's leave it there so as, as Bill would have said God rest him um, look great week 
um, so far we're, we're still getting there enjoying every moment of it uh, obviously you can follow us lads at Michael underscore NFL at Hogan NFL yeah nice or check with me out on EU radio station in Ireland apparently <laughs> I, 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 I'm talking to BBC Radio Foil after the game before night, go, uh, up in Dora and I also spoke with Galway Bay FM Do you know what's funny, funny. I, I'm on his name dropping. I'm on Today FM it'll be at 6am they're trying to do a pre-record because they know I'll be busy but that's 11pm air time and because of all the pageantry I've said to them I said I don't know we'll be in a press conference at 11 o'clock because that's how late this uh, week could go so uh, it is going there and we're all trying to stay on the same sleep pattern I know I am I'm trying to stay in a I haven't been able to adapt at all to this thing um, the Super Bowl is on Virgin Media in the Republic and frankly in about half of the north <laughs> on, on, on Sunday night at 11.30pm uh, I, I would encourage everyone genuinely to watch it because we want as many people to watch the game in Ireland as possible um, I, I, it does I do help. believe they're using the ITV coverage they, they are using the ITV coverage with Woodsy um, with OC and I'm not sure who else because I think Jason Bell or Jay Bell no, actually no Jay Bell is on um, Sky. Jay Bell's on Sky he's chatting him today very very high up chatting about Derry there great crack oh, he was like oh yeah Derry yeah man uh, <laughs> wait I, I do think going back to the point I think it's important that they see their numbers and they yeah. say yeah, I mean look they have the deal for the next couple of years do Virgin Media but it's more that they might get excited and then they put more into it and the NFL notices that so as NFL fans it's almost like in Ireland we have to do our and you're doing videos for them all week and I, I'm going to try and jump on one on Sunday and, and see the crack um, but yeah no check the, check the videos out we have uh, already you'll have seen my Super Bowl opening night I've done one on Phoenix the city which is very exciting I've done one on um, Shane McNerney a kicker that's out here based in Arizona we'll have one from a bar here that's owned by an Irishman we're going there now yeah. uh, I hope that we've been able to show off a, a, a brilliant side to Phoenix and I think it is a bit unique that we are doing it as Irish people in one of the videos I was able to compare the size of Phoenix in case you haven't seen it to walking down Shop Street in Galway so uh, that coverage hasn't, hasn't existed for a while before so I hope people appreciate it um, do, do give us a follow I will try and get Pat McAfee on the show at some oh. point now Paddy Football well if you're not too busy going on it yourself oh, he's going to be asking ah, you here, on. Here, here we go uh, no, look obviously we'll, we'll get another one out on Thursday that might do us I'd say for the week we'll, we'll see the crack we'll, we'll try and uh, try and get the time onto it and see the crack if, if we can get one on we will do it but I guess for now Mark thanks a million thanks to everyone that's either watched this or listened to this and thank you so much for your patience on the video front and um, this has been Pro Football Ireland at Radio Row in Phoenix Arizona we were that good that everyone left have a good night Go to mind.